1: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, we'd like to ask you to subscribe, like, and share wherever you get your podcasts, the Landry Football Podcast Network. This is. SEC football and beyond, we've got some intriguing matchups. Remember when in the offseason, we thought A&M uh, going to uh, Tuscaloosa was going to be a big game. Uh, not so much now, not even the biggest game of the weekend. Tennessee uh, LSU is the most intriguing game of the weekend. Arkansas, Mississippi State is going to be a fun one. Um, we'll see Missouri at Florida, Auburn, Georgia could be a likely mismatch and maybe we expected that old Miss Vanderbilt and South Carolina, Kentucky, uh, some comments back and forth, um, kind of unveiled polite shots between both of those programs. We'll get into that. Texas A&M, Alabama, of course, uh, is the other game. So we've got a lot to get to uh, and break these games up. We're going to focus um, a lot about this Tennessee LSU matchup. It's where I want to go first and We're going to talk about kind of where these two teams are and kind of how they've gotten here and maybe how this has maybe affected or maybe um, affected, I guess, how people will look at the game and maybe how it's a little bit different than I see it. So I want to remind you, you can get even more detailed film room breakdowns of this matchup and all the matchups um, over at LandryFootball.com. It's where you can get the coaching and scouting viewpoint uh, the college and pro game um, inside the film room, telling you why's why the why's of the of what's happening, why things are taking place. So we think that's uh, really important for you to to get a better feel for it. Also, a reminder again to subscribe, like, and share. Not only the Landry Football Podcast Network, but off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. As we really appreciate uh, you know the great folks Dave Hooker and Amanda uh kind of run off the hook sports and do a tremendous job it's great to be partnering with them so it is tennessee and it is at lsu and the question marks i have and i are or, or, or i should say how i see it and what people want to factor into this game there is a lot of discussion about well how good is this tennessee team um you know they're going to challenge alabama and georgia uh, i don't think they need to be worried about that right now i think they need to take care of business when i look at this tennessee team I see a little bit different than what the the national media and probably the fan bases of Tennessee sees. I I see an offense that can be explosive once they get into rhythm. Uh, And we see that getting them by thus far. I don't think they've played a really good team yet this year. Uh, I don't think Florida's very good. Um, I don't think Pitt's been very good. Certainly without their starting quarterback, we're not very good when Tennessee played them. And there were some struggles in those games. Credit Tennessee for finding a way to win. They're just not real impressive. People may say, well, well, you know, Alabama wasn't real impressive in beating Texas, and Georgia wasn't impressive in beating Kent State of Missouri. The difference is those teams are better. They're more talented. We know that there's a little bit of a motivational issue that could be a problem. Maybe a lack of maturity and experience that could be a problem. They're still likely to get better and better. With Tennessee, they're real concerns. The defense is not good. I mean, it is a weak defense. I will just call it. Watching them on tape, that's a bad defense. That is not a, a defense that would be associated with a team that's very good. You can't hide your defense for an entire year. Um, so that's number one. And I think Florida, with a very average at best offense, was able to control the football and control the football pace and tempo of the game against Tennessee's defense. Uh, Pitt, I thought, didn't didn't have their starting quarterback for much of the game and did not do a very good job attacking a Tennessee and still was in every position to win that game. And maybe, uh, look, they didn't win it, so they didn't have their healthy quarterback. The bottom line is there's some holes on Tennessee's defense. Now, the offense, and here you said, well, but the offense. And folks will talk about and separate the offense and defense. You can't separate the offense and defense. Offense, defense, and special teams are like three-linked chains. You can't separate them. You can't bring them apart. One affects the other. So the offense, while it has been effective in spurts, has not really been unleashed. It's not really reached its full potential yet and will likely not reach that until their defense plays better or until they play a team that is so bad offensively against them that. Tennessee's defense can get off the field if for no other reason they're facing a bad offense. So in this matchup, it's going to be real interesting. Um, offensively, there's no question that Tennessee can score a bunch of points. There's no question that if they get in the rhythm and they make LSU play from behind, the LSU's in trouble. Because I don't think LSU has the passing game to match Tennessee's passing game. But every other aspect of this game is every bit as much in favor of LSU, uh, if not more, than Tennessee. LSU's defense is better. Their, their, their factions of their defense is better. They cover better, even though it's not an elite LSU coverage unit. They rush the passer better. Uh, the offensive line play is as good. Um, yeah, Tennessee can throw the football better. LSU does everything better than Tennessee. So it'll be interesting to see how the style and the path the victory goes with this game. So I look at the best team that either team has played thus far this year. Again, it's certainly not Tennessee because they've not played a good team yet. LSU has played a Mississippi State team in Baton Rouge that's very good. Overall, has more talent than than Tennessee. And quite frankly, has overall more talent than LSU right now. Overall, Mississippi State's got a very good defense. They've got a very good quarterback. They've got good receivers. LSU outcoached them. And LSU had enough key elements on defense to be able to make the type of adjustments to cause Mississippi State's problems. Now, can that LSU defense that did not play well in coverage against Auburn early last week, can they fix that? Can they clean that up enough with their base pressure to give Tennessee's offense a problem, break their rhythm? That's going to be interesting to see. That's going to be pivotal here. Um, it, it's the the key that's going to determine the outcome of this game. I would not be surprised either way. I think LSU can absolutely win it. Wouldn't surprise me at all if LSU wins it. Um, I've got the pick for you at LandryFootball.com. How I think this game will ultimately turn out. Certainly not going to surprise me if Tennessee wins it. But here's what I see this happening: I see Tennessee if they get a lead. and and they explode early, then I think it could be maybe a decisive win for Tennessee, but a close game, a tight game favors LSU. Uh, I think that they're, they're a more well-rounded team. I don't think LSU is explosive on offense, but LSU can run the football and you can run the football on Tennessee. They've got a running quarterback that if you have to overplay the run Tennessee by meaning put extra numbers in the box, then I think LSU can have offensive success and Score points, but also eat clock and limit Tennessee's offensive possessions and break their offensive rhythm by keeping them off the field. That's the thing that people don't get. It's, well, LSU can't score points with Tennessee in the passing game. Correct. There's a lot more to the game than that. In every other aspect, I think LSU's got a really good chance. So for Tennessee, it's a it's a 4-0 start. Um, they've had a week to prepare. So we'll really get to see about Tennessee's coaching here. Can they make the right adjustments? Can they clean things up on special teams? Because I'm going to tell you, Tennessee has to play better than they did against Pitt and did against Florida, or even in the blowout loss, the blowout wins. They've got to play their best football to beat LSU. They've got to play better than they played this year to beat LSU. They're capable of doing it, and I'm curious to see. Now, the Tigers are playing well. The the Auburn game was rough. Uh, Mississippi State proved to me LSU's coaching staff's ability to make adjustments and to prepare very well for the opponent and make the adjustments within game to basically outcoach Mississippi State. Um, It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll see what Tennessee's got in terms of their preparation and adjustments. Hendon Hooker hasn't thrown a pick. He doesn't force the ball a lot. And and, and they, they spread you out and run the football Tennessee is going to have to try to win with tempo. I think they're going to have to get LSU's defense misaligned. But this is the number one statistical in scoring offense, statistically, relative to who they've played. The defense is pretty good on third downs, and it's been pretty strong against the run. So they've got some real opportunities, Tennessee does, to be successful. Again, the defensive success on third downs has a lot to do with teams that they've played thus far that have not been good offensively. Pitt was hampered, Florida's not good offensively, and the other two teams were mismatched games. For LSU, Tennessee defense hasn't been all that good. Let me remind you, Anthony Richardson, the passing game challenged Florida Gators with Anthony Richardson, threw for 450 yards. The pass rush has been hit or miss. If Tennessee can't rush the passer, they're in trouble. The secondary can't cover, and it'll be easy pickings. Jaden Daniels needs to play well. Uh, He's been a terrific playmaker. Uh, He didn't play well against Auburn. I think Auburn's defense is quite a bit better than Tennessee's. Um, So this is the type of defense, Tennessee's defense, that you can get healthy and successful on. So, um, you know, on the other side, you know, I think that – You know, taking the ball away has been really good. I think that that's going to be key. The LSU defense is the best Tennessee's faced by far. So that's where it's going to be interesting. It's strength versus strength. We'll see how Tennessee is able with their offense to get into a rhythm and whether they're able to explode or not on this LSU defense. That's better than not the best defense that they will play this year, but it's the best defense they would have played thus far to this point. So Hooker and the Balls offense will get things rolling and and likely try to make this an up-tempo game if they can. Um, then they've got a real advantage there. The Tigers will run the football, take some of the pressure off, play the defense. Got some more thoughts about this game over at LandryFootball.com, so make sure that you check that out. Arkansas is at Mississippi State. Um, Mississippi State's an eight-point favorite The Arkansas running game continues to play well. They were just a few inches away from being a, a, you know, they just blew that game. Um, But that's part of what their problem is. They're not playing as clean. They obviously fought back against Alabama, but were blown out against the tide. The offense has been really balanced for uh, the Hawks. Defense is among the best in the country at getting to the quarterback. And that's going to be pivotal here. You've got to have good base pass rush against Mississippi State. That hasn't been great at the ground game. and is isn't great in pass protection. Um, you know, the Mississippi State formula has worked pretty much. There's not, while they were successful running the football early, they've gotten away from it. That's the problem that, that, that Mike tends to get into. But it comes up with yards if they're patient with it. The passing game is not putting up a ton of yards. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play
0: for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: The offense is not the issue. The other phases are working. Um, they dominated AM, had the pick six. This is a pretty good defense. The defense is good enough, and the short-range um, passing game is good enough. Uh, should be able to negate the Arkansas pass rush here. So it's going to be a real interesting matchup. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Arkansas will fight back. I think their backs are against the wall. They're headed towards a really bad season. I mean, losing to um, AM is going to be one they're kicking themselves with. Alabama, they won't say this, but the reality is they fought the good fight and the game was only as close in the third quarter due to Alabama circumstances, which they overcame. This Arkansas pass defense is giving up 300 yards in each of the first three games, all wins. I I don't know that they can hold up against this state passing game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as large as an eight-point victory, though. Got more thoughts on why this could be or not over at LandryFootball.com. Missouri's at Florida. Look, they Missouri's um, I thought they played well, played hard against Georgia. Kudos to them. Uh, they, they look, they, they had the every chance to win against Auburn, but you know, that was a problem. I, I think this is a team that has to do all the little things well. And as I said, they don't, they were inconsistent, great effort against Georgia, but you know, not real solid against Auburn. Um, The offense is not very good. It didn't turn the ball over uh, against Georgia, and it was just one giveaway before the the peak fumble against Auburn. So the defense has been pretty good against the run. It's been really good on third down. And overall, the team um, is able to control games by owning the clock. But I just don't trust them. I think they're flawed in terms of their ability to play fundamentally sound, play consistent. Um, I just I just don't think week in and week out they're consistently coached, but they do have some talent there. Um, Anthony Richardson is uh, starting to play better. We know it's the level of competition. blowout went over Eastern Washington last week on Sunday. The Gator offensive line is doing a good job because of how they're scheming things up. They're keeping defenses out of the backfield. Richardson is hitting some shots downfield. So this Florida defense isn't coming up with enough third down stops. The offense, you know, will will have its moments where it's going to stall. And and it will look like Missouri will control the game a lot in this game because I think they can. But I do think that in terms of what I have seen of Florida, deficiencies, yes. Yes. But they're well coached. They're disciplined. Uh, they may not be good enough to win games, but I don't think they'll lose games. In the end, Missouri can win it, but they're more likely to lose it I think Florida will probably take care of business here. Auburn, Georgia, is. what's the matter with Georgia, you say? Well, you know, they are not as deep as you were last year. Their depth from last year is starting this year. So when they lose some guys, they're not as mature. They don't handle situations as well. And you have a couple of injuries. You're lacking playmakers at receiver. The running backs are not as dominant. So you're not, you're dealing with a team that is not good enough to just turn it on and dominate people. They're going to have to play better with more focus, more intensity. I think they're going to be fine, but I don't think they can just, you know, it's not like plugging a lamp and a light and you turn it on. It just doesn't work that way. Um, So it's two weeks in a row. The pass rush hasn't been very good. Jalen Carter has got the knee injury. The five turnovers of, of, of uh, after not giving it away in the first three games, just they're off. They're out of sync. Auburn's defense is not taking the ball away, but they are playing fairly well outside of that. The passing game is going to have to be really good for Auburn to have any chance. Auburn does turn it over, um, and a lot. Um, it, it they could have lost the Missouri game because of turnovers. Uh, they lost the LSU game because of turnovers. They're, um, you know, they're 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 uh, the worst turnover margin in the country. Third worst in the country at negative eight is Auburn. So, and it's an offensive line that's having a hard time uh, blocking in in the long penetration. This is where I think Georgia starts to. Take advantage. Uh, I don't think Auburn scores enough in this game, and I think the turnovers are going to kill them. I think you're going to see Georgia get back on track here. Ole Miss at Vanderbilt. Not a whole lot here. This Vanderbilt team, um, you know, is by comparison a little bit better than last year, but not much. Not much. It's it got AJ Swan appears to be a keeper to build around at quarterback. Um, Ole Miss is not getting a lot of defensive pressure, so you might have a little bit of success, but The defense is coming up good situationally. They're fifth in the nation in total yards. The running game is really good. Jackson Dart has been good on offense. The defense, as I said, has come up well situationally. Um, I don't think they're, you know, I think Tulsa got some big plays against them. I don't think Vanderbilt can do that quite as well. Vanderbilt may be getting better, but it doesn't have the offense to keep up here. Look for Ole Miss to roll in this one. South Carolina at Kentucky. interesting. Um, some people think that Mark Stoops at Media Day was referring to South Carolina. He says he wasn't with regard to you change culture, you you know, talking about you don't change culture by, you know, uh, wearing sunglasses and sounding cool. Well, that's exactly what Shane Beamer's doing, trying to be the young guy fitting in, life of the party type guy. That team, as I said, is not very well coached and the staff's not very good. And Kentucky's hard-nosed, aggressive. And I think they both know that he was talking about the other, and then little Shane, you know, made his little comments back. So I think there's some animosity here. This game's in Lexington. There's a South Carolina team that makes too many mistakes, very undisciplined on the field, a lot of inconsistencies. Um, Spencer Rattler is talented as he is. I mean, he's certainly not the Spencer Rattler that he was in Oklahoma. Four touchdown passes, seven picks. A lot of talent. Um, Just not a very well-coached team. Kentucky's beaten up. Will Levis, the late word is that he may not play. I'm hearing it's a minor injury that he probably will play, but he hurt his hand in the loss to Ole Miss, so we shall see. Kentucky wins this game even if Will Levis doesn't play but I think they win big if he does play. Kentucky's really good. The offensive line is not as good as it has been. Um, I don't think South Carolina is very good, but I do think they keep this relatively close, particularly if Will Levis is not healthy and Kentucky turns the football over. Texas A&M and Alabama. Well, this game is kind of an afterthought, a dud of a game. It's the primetime game, and what does it really have? It's an A&M offense that has no chance. To get to get success, uh, to get success uh, early in the season, they don't block well. They can't get open. They've got one good running back that, and they've got a quarterback play that's not very good. They're turning the football over. The defense is getting run on too easily because they're getting worn down. Um, You'd think that a, that Alabama is going to make a statement. I would expect AM to play their best game of the year. What that is, I don't know. I don't think it's very good, but it's going to be their biggest energy uh or will they tuck their tail and run um if alabama pounds i expect it to be jalen milroe and the run game i think it'll take a while for alabama to get in rhythm um don't have a definite on the quarterback situation but i do think that this could be a a a really grinded out physical domination type of game Mississippi State got a massive touchdown pass in the fourth quarter to pull away uh, against AM of course um, it's it's a um, you know a game in which that Am is talented on defense but they're very overrated on offense I think Alabama will show up I think the offensive line who put a clinic on uh, in the latter latter stages of Arkansas game, I think um, A&M, if they get behind, there's no chance. I mean, there's no chance of keeping this close. So we'll see if they can keep it close for a while. A lot of talk about that. I don't think Nick Saban is, um, you know, uh, he's, he's worried about his team taking this game lightly. But I also think that he knows this team probably is going to be focused to make a statement here. And I would expect Alabama to make a big statement. Hey, a reminder uh, to subscribe, like, and share the uh, Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel and the Landry Football Podcast Network. And remember that you can get complete film room breakdowns of not only the SEC games, but every game around college football in the NFL over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. Hey, appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you again next time, everybody.